Good morning, and how are you today? Today's episode is on Psalm chapter 6, verses 1 to 10. Let me read to us our devotional today in our English Standard Version. Psalm chapter 6, verses 1 to 10. O Lord, rebuke me not in your anger, nor discipline me in your wrath. Be gracious to me, O Lord, for I am languishing. Heal me, O Lord, for my bones are troubled. My soul also is greatly troubled. But you, O Lord, how long? Turn, O Lord, deliver my life. Save me for the sake of your steadfast love. For in death there is no remembrance of you. In show, who will give you praise? I am weary with my moaning. Every night I flood my bed with tears. I drench my cups with my weeping. My eye wastes away because of grief. It grows weak because of all my foes. Depart from me, all you workers of evil. For the Lord has heard the sound of my weeping. The Lord has heard my plea. The Lord accepts my prayer. All my enemies shall be ashamed and greatly troubled. They shall turn back and be put to shame in a moment. David expresses confessions here and his confidence in the Lord. Undoubtedly, David has admitted his guilt and has been pleading for God's mercies here in the first three verses. He was deeply troubled. He said, I am languishing. Heal me. It means that he was really feeling in pain and was wounded. Why? Because he acknowledges God's wrath and hate towards sin. We, we don't know about what was his sin here, but he was so broken. But he appeals before God as a father who deals with his weak child. He asks him this question, how long? And this is an expression implying his grief, isn't it? And likewise, we are sinners like David. We can only look and hope unto the graciousness of God, not on his justice. God deals with us according to his mercies and grace not on his justice. I'm not saying that God is overlooking our sin, but he deals our sin as wicked and evil and something that he has going to eradicate and that we will not be affected by the result and the consequence of sin anymore to be condemned and judged at the cross. Jesus was crucified for sin. That's why there is now therefore no condemnation to those who trust in Christ because Jesus paid it all. He perfectly sacrificed for our sin. We are righteous and just before God's eyes because of what Christ did at the cross. His righteousness is cloth upon us. But as we walk with him, as we serve him on daily basis, let, let, let us just be humble, pleading for his grace and mercies, because that is what we desire, the forgiveness from God, his graciousness and his mercies, as a father who loves his child. Yes, God will discipline us, according to Proverbs chapter 3, verse 11 and 12. The, the, the father who loves his child will discipline him. 
and and David expressed here about his anguish and his pain, and he was really broken. Let's move on into verse 4 and 5. Indicative to his relationship with God, David pleaded before God, and his pleadings were, were based on God's covenant love, his loving kindness. As he said here in verse 5, or verse 4, Turn, O Lord, deliver my life. Save me for the sake of your steadfast love. The basis of his pleading is not because, Lord, I'm worthy. No. Lord, because I am lovable or I'm good. No. It was on the basis of the steadfast love of God, because of your steadfast love. And thus, the loving kindness of God, that God is a covenantal God who loves and he will be, be faithful to fulfill his covenant toward us. He pleads for mercy upon his life. And he said, there is no opportunity to remember the Lord in Shoal. Shoal is the place of death, where there is no life. And let's not forget that from what David had said here is that he, he wants to, to have this, this life, that he will experience the steadfast love of God because apart from him, it's like you're just like nothing. The place of the dead show is just devoid of life. So let's not forget that our time here in this world isn't forever. It's not perpetual. Death will happen and we would lose the opportunities to enjoy our relationship with him if we fail to recognize that God must be our God and he should be our father, that we should be related with him by faith. Yes, because after this life, when death knocks at our door, if we have not trusted the Lord Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we will have no relationship with him it would be forever misery. Now, God has granted us an opportunity while it is still available and offered and we are in this period of grace. He knocks at our door. He is offering to us this life. But if we will miss to receive him while we are here, we will experience what is dreadful. There will be a a place and a situation where there will be forever suffering and misery. Life is too short to indulge and wallow in something that does not count for eternity. Let us not allow, even as Christians, I'm talking to Christians, I'm talking to you as a believer, let us not allow ourselves to wallow in emotional whirlpool or quagmire that we are always like living a defeated life because of guilt, because of shame and embarrassment, because God can give us life. God can forgive us, just like David here. I don't want to, to have this kind of life that I will just end up like somebody dying and go to a place called Shoal where there is no life. I want to have life right now. 
I want to experience this life. The forgiveness and the grace and the mercies of God. They are always available to those who are humble to plead for Him. And Christians, don't wallow in self-pity, in embarrassment, in guilt when you can receive this forgiveness from God. In the next verses, verse 6 and 7, David expressed his anguish before the Lord. Problems and challenges of life may take a toll of our lives as like David. Physically, emotionally, and spiritually, we could be affected because of our anguish in hearts. He said, I am weary. I wet my bed with tears. I drench my couch with weeping. My eyes waste away and grow weary. These are descriptions of how he was feeling some kind of depressed, some kind of overwhelming sorrow. Now, let me say this, that it is okay when we go to God that we feel not okay. We don't pretend that we don't have these feelings. We, we cannot hide anything from our hearts anyway. So we should be honest before our hearts, just like David. I am weary. I'm wetting my bed with this. Practically, I am very sorrowful. He was really overwhelmed with much sorrow. But he closes this, this mm -hmm. psalm with um, an affirmation of trust to the Lord. Yes, we can express our pain, our emotional hurt, and whatever it is in our hearts, but let's not forget that when we go to God, there is always hope. He affirmed his trust to God here in verse 8 to 10. On a positive note, he looked not the past only to what God has done in his life, but he, mo he moved on to say of what God will do because God will answer his prayer. He believed that God would do something in the future. Let's not forget that God is a covenant-keeping God, but he has begun in you and in me. He will perform it. Let's not rest on the success and the victories in the past. But we must also look forward because God wants us to look with hope. There is hope that God is still in control, that God knows what he's doing, that God will fulfill his promise to us as his children. And especially here, David expressed that the Lord will hear my prayer. He was so confident about the, the, that God will answer his prayers. The Lord hears the prayer of the righteous. As Solomon said in Proverbs 15 verse 29, The Lord is far from the wicked, but he hears the prayer of the righteous. And that's what David said here in verse 9. The Lord has heard my plea. The Lord accepts my prayer. And the Lord will put to shame all my enemies someday. Yes, God allow, allows um, problems and challenges to come into our lives. He does not shield us. He does not isolate us from challenges of life. But 
by his grace and by his mercies, he will be with us as we go through into these difficulties of life. He just wants us to recognize and acknowledge and to affirm that we believe in him. That instead of wallowing in despair, we can hope and pray that someday God will fulfill his promise. I hope that as we journey ourselves in the book of Psalms in the past few days, and we'll continue to journey in the next weeks and months maybe, that we'll be encouraged to look unto God with hope. And we will be strong despite of the problems because what we have read and what we have known of the challenges and the struggles of David should encourage us that the same God that David believed is the, the same God that we believe as well. May God help us. Father, we thank you that through this experience of David, Lord, we can reflect because there are really times in our lives that we feel we are emotionally down, just like David, but we can hope in you. We should not be overtaken with despair, Lord. Yes, we are affected. We, we are sometimes shaken by the challenges of life, but help us not to be overruled completely, that, it, that we will be a people that lost our hope. But Lord, despite the pains and the emotional struggles that we have, help us that we will see the light at the end of the tunnel to hope in you, Lord. And help us to have a positive outlook of life. Not because we are strong, but because of Christ who is in us. And Lord, may be that these words that we have read and meditated today will encourage us for the rest of the day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.